Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. The other day, I got an email from listener Jordan who asked about geocaching. This isn't really a subject I would normally cover, but I love geocaching so much that I thought it would be a fun topic for this week. So if you've never heard of geocaching, well, you're probably not alone. Basically, geocaching is a worldwide treasure hunt where people use a GPS-enabled device to look up the coordinates of a hidden treasure, also known as a cache. But where does this treasure come from? Who hides it? And how can you join the hunt? But first, this podcast is brought to you by Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is an incredible app for almost every smartphone that allows you to listen to all of your podcasts whenever you want. No syncing, no downloading, always the most current episodes right at your fingertips. Check it out at stitcher.com slash techtalker and be sure to use the promo code techtalker when registering for a chance to win a cash prize. Anyone can create a cache, and it can be made from almost anything. Generally, a cache fits in the criteria of being a waterproof container such as Tupperware, an ammunition container, or some other repurposed container. Within each cache, the treasure hider stores a logbook, a pen or pencil, and generally a few trinkets. Once the cache is created, it is then hidden. Sometimes caches can be simply hidden in a local park, but they can also be hidden in very elaborate ways, such as underwater or atop a mountain. Once hidden, the creator logs its GPS coordinates and then posts them on a website such as geocaching.com for members of the geocaching community to find. Now, just to give you the scale of geocaching, there are over 1.8 million active caches hidden on all seven continents and even one on the International Space Station. Okay, so those are the basics of what geocaching is, but there's much more under the hood. So let's say you're out geocaching, and after an hour of searching, success, you found your first geocache. When you open up the cache, you'll see a small notepad, a pen, and a bunch of odd objects. I mentioned earlier that a geocacher would place trinkets into the cache. These are generally objects of little monetary value, but unique to the area. For example, in my treasure hunts, I found trading cards, foreign currency, and even a flash drive. The general rule of thumb is to never take something out of a cache without putting something in of your own. Once you've selected an item you want to take, sign the logbook and note the date that you found the cache. Then put something of your own into the cache, seal it up, and hide it right back where you found it so that the next geocacher who comes by can find it. Keep in mind that if someone were watching you during your hunt and didn't know what you were doing, it would look pretty odd. Which leads me to the next rule of geocaching. Beware of muggles. If you're familiar with the Harry Potter books, then you'll know what a muggle is. It's a non-magical person who is completely unaware of the magical world. So how does this relate to geocaching at all? Well, geocaching started around the same time as the first Harry Potter book was published, and the geocaching community adopted the term muggle to refer to anyone who is unaware of geocaching. So when you're searching or handling a cache, make sure you don't draw any unwanted attention from muggles around you. I really like this part of geocaching because it adds an extra level of adventure as you try to keep your hunt a secret like some sort of spy movie. Thanks again to our sponsor, Stitcher Smart Radio. Did you know that you can hear the Tech Talker while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio? With Stitcher's free app for mobile phones, you can get the latest episodes of this show. And when you download Stitcher to hear the Tech Talker, you have a chance to win some money. Find Stitcher in the App Store or at stitcher.com slash techtalker. Download it and during the registration, hit the promo code box and enter techtalker to be automatically entered to win a cash prize. The latest episode of this show will be waiting for you in your favorites. Plus, you'll have access to all the other QDT shows and thousands of other podcasts on demand. Always available, no downloading or syncing. That's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter the promo code TechTalker at registration.
And if Stitcher weren't awesome enough, it has a ton of awards, such as the Best Stop Ever Award, and other awards such as the 2009 Webby and PC Magazine's 2009 Best Free Apps Award. And Stitcher's available on your iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Pre. What's there to think about? An awesome free app where you can win money just for downloading. Check it out now at stitcher.com slash techtalker. I know I've spent a good portion of this podcast not talking about technology at all, but I need to get all of you up to speed before I can get to the best part. To find a cache, you'll need a device that can receive a GPS signal. In the early days of geocaching, this meant that you needed to have a GPS worth a few hundred dollars to even get started. Nowadays, your standard smartphone has this capability. In fact, there are geocaching apps for every major smartphone on the market. These apps range from free to around $10, but they open up a whole new world for the avid geocacher. With one of these apps, you can easily search for geocaches around you, see a satellite view of the coordinates with your position, and the location of the nearest treasure. It might even give you a few hints about the cache if the owner of it thought it was necessary. Now, these apps are arguably just as effective at finding geocaches as a professional-grade GPS that can run you several hundred dollars. Generally, they'll get you within 15-20 feet of the cache, but after that, it's up to you to roll up your sleeves and start searching high and low, all while avoiding any muggles that might be watching. Once you find your cache, you can either log it from your device or wait until you get home to post it on the geocaching website. This will give you a digital log of the caches you found, as well as information about other people who found them as well. I love geocaching because it combines technology and the outdoors. It encourages people to use technology in a positive way and gets them away from the computer screen to explore the physical world. So here are your quick and dirty tips for becoming a geocacher. 1. Go to geocaching.com and sign up for a free account. 2. Try out one of the geocaching apps for a mobile device, or just use a GPS if you have one. 3. Find the treasure. 4. Avoid the muggles at all cost. And with that, happy hunting! Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my posts at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have a further question about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post your comments on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.